Okay, so here's the big question. How are bariatric people who want to build consistency, who work out and who live a healthier lifestyle, how do we build long-term success and not regain weight post weight loss surgery? That is the question and this podcast is dedicated to figuring out the answer. Hi, my name is Zipporah and welcome to the Bariatric Confessions podcast. And he um, he had his surgery last year in July. He's so much smaller. And like the other day, I was like staring at him like, I'm like, man, like he's like so much smaller. And it's amazing to me. It's completely amazing. And I'm just like, you know, he he's like working on building his chest and his arms. And, um, you know, like, it's a process. It's all a process. But, like, he doesn't really, like, um, complains. And I think it's different, too, because us as women, you know, sometimes we're harder on, on our appearances than, than men. But um, he looks good. Like, he on a pair of, he on his pair of skinny jeans. Like, this man was 428 pounds at his biggest. Like, skinny jeans, what? Um, so, like, it's just, it's amazing. Like, it's amazing. But, like, you, you I think definitely finding pleasure finding the happiness or finding humor whatever to get you through and it it will definitely help it's easier when you have a partner or a friend to go through with you i think (laughs) i think so especially if one of them was the guinea pig my husband was like the guinea pig that's a good idea um it yes hold on Cause those are loud. Um, yeah, I think it. I think it. I think it is easier because um, I didn't understand this at the time, but I definitely understand it now. Cause a lot of people before we had surgery, a lot of people said, "Oh, y'all doing it together? That's so good." And I'm like, "Oh yeah," but oh yeah. Listen, but um, like after I had the surgery, and then like um, you know, just talking together, just like being able to just like talk to somebody about the surgery and have like whatever you're feeling and your emotions or whatever and them actually being able to relate because they had the surgery that that right there was like golden like that like my husband was the first one who um initiated the 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 thought about um having weight loss surgery in 2020 at the end of 2020 and um and i'm just like oh well you know if you don't have it i'll have it too if you're gonna have it i'll have it too that's what i told him and at first it started off by i started off um doing it for him my husband has been 145 wow wow i'm not jealous (laughs) no um on the couch over there here go get it real quick um, my boyfriend is naturally slim. Yeah, see, and then it, it, it's just sometimes. Sometimes it's because they're men too, so you know, and it's okay, you know, like they they're not going to understand our struggle. That's all right, you know. But I, I do think it definitely has helped to have him, um, for us to be like on the same page. All right, there we go. But listen, um, just DM me. So that's why my thoughts. My thought to how will this affect my relationship? Don't, don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. For me, on, on the other side of it, and you know, from both, I, from, for, for us, it has helped. Like it has helped. You know, like we both were big. We both got smaller. You know, we're like skinnyish. <laughs> 
um so it has helped every way like i'm not even joking like just intimacy being being able to physically get closer and like just connecting differently it has helped you know like we're both a little over a year out so it has helped us tremendously um i know some people had the opposite um experience you know like if one had surgery and the other one did not um but you know no, I, I I I try to just be positive. That's I mean that's all I can say. If he supports you, then like like I don't think may, maybe you probably don't have anything to worry about. I had an ex that tried to ridicule me about my weight, but weight can change, and he's gone. So listen. Listen, I, I Shut if, some, if somebody, I don't know, if some, you know, like if somebody's with you because, you know, you're a big girl, small girl, whatever, I don't know. I mean, I know everybody has preferences, but if they love you, they love you regardless. You know how like when you get married or like some people get married or when I get married, I'll say me, you, you know, you go into this. I got to lose weight. I got to lose all this weight before I get married, you know, before we, um, before the wedding, because, you know, I got to look like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but that man or that woman knows exactly what you look like because they've been with you. So why all the, why just for the wedding day, you think you got to lose, you know, 50 pounds or a hundred pounds or whatever the 12 pounds, it don't even matter. Like, why do you think like that? But that person loves you exactly the way you are. And they, they love you because of you. All this will change throughout life. You get fat, you'll get smaller, you'll gain weight, your hair, your hair will turn gray. Er, my my hair was not this gray. Like, you know what I mean? You have kids, your body change. You don't have kids, your body will change any old way because you're a woman. You might, you might decide to work out and become a bodybuilder. You might decide to just lose all the weight and like it, your body, your physical appearance will constantly change. Like it just will. So a pair, if a if a person is with you based off of your physical appearance, I don't know. Like, you know, that that that's a that's an important factor, but it's not the it's not the most important factor. You know what I mean? Because you can change. You can change. So like don't yeah, don't overthink. Let me tell you something. I understand. I understand the way your mind works. My dad used to say to me all the time, he would like see he would say, Zippor, get out of your analytical mind. And that's because I overthink I overthink myself to fear. That's how I do. I overthink myself to the point of fear. And fear for me means I stop. And how long do I stop? I don't know. Until I get out of my head. Sometimes it's a few hours. Sometimes it's a few days. Sometimes it's a few weeks. Sometimes it's a few... Sometimes it's a, sometimes it's a few years. Like, seriously. So, like, you... Like, that's why I said, like, you can't... You can't control everything. And that's what overthinking is, like, for me, you know? Like, overthinking is trying to control every... Stop, Derek. Overthinking is trying to control every aspect. So if this happens, then this happens, and then I can move this way. Or I can do this if this happens. If step one happens, then I can handle step two. If step two. Or if, the, like, I, it's impossible. It's impossible. It really is. And I think the one thing the surgery has helped me is to release some of that. Not that it's going away because it's a part of who I am, but it has helped me release some of that. And maybe like over time, it'll that'll help with you, help you too. Just understand, because like I think, like I, I think it, I think that my overthinking um, somehow was wrapped up in in my food. 
like oh, like um controlling my food like when it was the pandemic right when when the height of the pandemic 20 2020 at early 2020 you know how everybody was going out here buying all this stuff i brought the one thing the one thing i brought was bread i would i would buy a ton of bread and freeze it and and we have three children um we had we have three children and our three children um I mean, I mean, and this was before we had weight loss surgery. So, you know, like we were eating any everything. This was even before we even decided to have weight loss surgery. We was eating everything. So, like I would try and control. Oh, hold on. I, I was trying to control um, certain aspects of bringing food in the house. And our deep freezer was full. And it was mainly full of like stuff that, you know, that we probably shouldn't have been eating. But like I said, um. It was before our surgery, way before our surgery. So like, but that was, that was the way I controlled things. Like, and then like, whenever like our food gets a little low in the refrigerator, uh, and I think that has to do with, I think that's had to do with just how I grew up. Like I grew up really, really poor. So like, um, I have to control how much food is in the house. Like, you know, like, oh my God, we only have whatever. I don't even know. We only have this and we only have this. And if we don't have this, then we're going to starve. I have, I have never starved. Thank God. I've never starved. Like my parents never let us starve, but it's just the fact of not having that, um, like kind of made it like I had to like control what I, what was, what was brought into the house if that makes sense so because i know if i go over the freezer and it's full like um it makes me feel safe but like i can't hold on let me help you but like um nobody's gonna starve in my house like you know like it's just it's you it's you it was me it was me so i think like i think like my my need to um my overthinking like is is somehow like involved in that because because now like you know like our deep freezer like we're actually about to give our deep freezer away like you know because what's the point and we're by the time we get to some of the food is is frostbitten so it's like pointless so we only will have our freezer and like um it took me a minute to get to be okay with that there's no bread there's no frozen bread because we barely eat bread so even with even okay even with my kids they i don't give them a lot of bread because they don't need it either you know so like it's definitely a mindset thing and it's definitely an adjustment but like um you can't control everything and overthinking like if you figure out like why why you have to my freezer is mostly fruits and vegetables and fish yeah protein frozen veggies and um probably nuggets and stuff like stuff the kids eat but like it's coffee <laughs> we make our own um, um coffee but i think like once you determine like um what that thing is like why you why you feel like you have to control everything like i remember going to school like when i was in um i went to community college was that was it that one no no so when i graduated from the community college and i went to la salle next um i was like i don't know how i'm gonna pay for it and I, at that point i was <clears throat> i was 24 maybe i think yeah i think i was about 24 23 24 so they weren't gonna pay for my education anyway and i had no expectations like that my parents would pay for it. and um you know my way of controlling the situation uh, yeah, I probably could have worked and went to school. I did work and go to school, but worked 
a job to pay for school. I didn't do it that way. I worked to, you know, survive, you know. Even though I was living with my parents, they didn't, like, they didn't feed me. I had to buy my own food and stuff like that. I was grown. So, um, I remember just taking out all these student loans. Because that was the way I came up with controlling the situation. Like, that that was it. And, like, you know, I thousands of dollars in debt because I, I, I panicked. And I took out, like, I didn't know what I was doing. I was, like, my... I was like the first one who really went to school in my fa- in my family, like between the eight of us, because my, my parents have six kids. So like um, between the eight of us, my older sister went to school, but she only went for a year. And so like she came back home, she ended up having a baby, you know, like that was a whole nother life. But me, I was the only one who really like went to school. So I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for this. And I panicked and all this other stuff, overthinking the process and stuff like that. And boom. I could have got on, um, I could have did work study. I could have did a payment plan. I could have did so many other. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram, TikTok, or even in my Facebook group and let me know what you liked about this episode. Oh, and please, please rate and review my podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Don't forget to come back tomorrow for another episode of Bariatric Confessions. I hope you have a very successful day.